No, I I just I, lo- I always love the f- I I love uh, country's music. I, I love I love okay. <laughs> what? Are we okay? Are we okay? Did you say the country's music? No. What do you say? I love country's music. Okay, like I like different country's music. Michael's making food and he's making comedy too. Thaddeus J. McKee is co hosting with the guy I mentioned previously. Sauce Boss Zach's on the one to two. So good he calls him twos and threes. And as always, there's a guest who is sure to please. Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me, as always, Tej. Yeah, <laughs> SL Dub Dub. That is Shay McKee. On the ones and twos, the wheels of steel, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, and the last woke dragon. Give it up for sauce boss, Zach. Hey there. Do we got some drippage? Was no, there... I just thought I heard something. Okay, like a woolly boogin or a boogeyman? <laughs> a woolly boogin? You never heard of woolly boogin? Nope, I have a woolly boogin. A woolly, yeah. a woolly boogin's like a, like a Kentucky Sasquatch, I think. I don't say that oh, word. Yeah, that we'll, doesn't sound, that doesn't that sound anymore. okay. We'll get into that later. Uh, <laughs> Very special guest with us in studio, uh, Lindsay Joe Worley. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having hey, me. Hey, welcome. And you are a certified Cicerone. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and the assistant uh, culinary director of Newfields in Indianapolis. Yeah, the assistant director of culinary arts. So oh, culinary I arts. I am a food and beverage curator at an art museum. Mm. That's amazing. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and Newfields, for those of you that are maybe listening outside of Indianapolis, is our big art museum of the city. Mm-hmm. I grew up with it be called IMA or Indianapolis Museum of Art. It's it, technically still the IMA on the Newfields campus. Oh, okay. So, so just the, the 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 ground change. Yeah. When it used to be called Old Fields when the Lilly family owned it. So after the rebrand, Newfields. Oh. Super creative. Gotcha. Oh, <laughs> old Fields, Newfields. Gotcha. Yeah, that's uh um I I've been there for some events. Uh one of my first times doing comedy in front of a real audience was uh, at Newfields for the um, short film festival. Yeah, indie shorts. Yeah, In, indie shorts. Yeah, they we had still a, do that. They had a couple comedians come out, and it was. I don't know how they came upon me uh, to do it because I was fairly new, and I got to do it was the first time I got to do like a longer set, and it was you know a small little auditorium full of people, but uh, the Toby, the Toby Theater, yeah. probably, yeah. yeah. And I got to follow. I had to ended up following like a a, a much bigger, yeah. more established comedian, which was terrifying. That was the day oh Jeff, Jeff Oske opened for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I I specifically was like, obviously, I'm out opening for you. He's like, man, I'm in a hurry. I gotta go do another gig, so I'm just gonna do my time and then leave. And I was like, for a comedian, it was like you never want to go after the bigger comedian, you know. I, yeah, that I would not want to be. Did you know before you just got put on the spot no, like got, you're going? I just got put on the spot. Ooh. But it was so fun. And then like there was literally like a red carpet afterwards and there was yeah. the after party and everything. And I was just like, you know, a year and again, I was like, oh, is this what comedy is like? You know, people were it was the first time anyone had come up to me after a show and been like, hey, that was funny. That was a great job. And one of my friends there with me and I was just like. Like my head was swimming all night. I was just like, this place is so cool. So for an example of what we do, our team would have been there selling beer, wine, and snacks that go along with the film fest. So oh, cool. anything internally that's happening with a, an exhibit, um, 
a different change in season, you know, the beer garden, yeah. the loom. So our team is there with a special menu to match the exhibit. And there was a, I don't, it was a cafeteria or like some sort of. We do have a cafe there, okay, but cafe. that is not um, our team. That That's is not, our caterer. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm. But you would just do stuff that involves like directly with the loom and directly with. Yeah. Okay. Um, so like the Steven Sprouse exhibit, Rock Art Fashion just opened. So we did a collaboration with Absolute Vodka and we created oh, a special nice. cocktail that's like hot pink and sassy. And it goes along with um, some of the pieces of art in that exhibit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And what is your what is your specific like culinary background? So I went to IU Bloomington. I was actually pre-law. So super foodie. Um, yeah. And I started working <laughs> a at a high-end bar restaurant right by the law school. And okay. I'm like, okay, I'm going to meet all the law people, maybe get a cool lawyer boyfriend, meet some people, like I'm going to get my in. Mm. And um, as I kept going that direction, I'm like, you know, this is not, like I'm going to bring this work home with me. Mm. I wasn't vibing. The dean of admissions was a regular at my bar, and they're like, LJ, you're in, you're in the law school, but you're going to pay for it. So I was looking at become a manager at this fine dining restaurant um, or go into a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt. Mm-hmm. Um, so I chose, I chose restaurant life. Yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, that's two devils right there. Yeah. So I, I did the fine dining game, uh, for about four years there and then went on to big woods, Quaffon, hard truth, did the okay. high volume down in Brown County okay. and was recruited from there, um, to come onto new fields in a beer capacity. So they wanted a beer expert. So mm. they were like, Hey, you're going to do this beer song thing. We will give you the time off. We'll pay for it. We want a beer professional to run our beer program here. Mm. Here I am. Yeah. Were you <laughs> now? Were you a, a beer person before that? Were you? Uh, I I always liked it. Um, I thought it was fun. I I really always enjoyed finding out what people liked yeah. and then recommending things to them. So mm-hmm. we had a huge beer menu at the restaurant I worked at. So. Um, you know, regulars would come in. I'm like, hey, you had this last time. So I think you'd really like this new thing that we have. Mm. Um, and I just really fell into that um, front of house type vibe. I really liked hospitality. Remembering that Mr. Stevens was gluten free, but wasn't going to tell you he's gluten free and he likes table six. Mm. You know, I liked that part of of um, being in restaurant hospitality. So, yeah, I just stayed with it. That's great. I got to I got to give you a compliment because I love when people are professionals in something and obviously very, um, you know, well-educated, but then also you're, you're slamming a a high life right now, you know, like you're not pretentious. (laughs) And I I love that. Like, uh, we've had a lot of cool chefs and stuff come on too. And it's just like, when I just see them just kind of enjoying food at a bit, because like, that's one of the weird things that I always get when someone like just because I went to culinary school and then I'll be like, they'll offer me some food that they made and they're kind of like, Oh, don't judge me too harshly. I hope it's good enough for you. And I'm like, I went to culinary school cause I love food yeah. Know, like, <laughs> yeah. and I love what other people cook things for me. Like is the best. So oh my gosh, mm-hmm. the, the food getting cooked for today. Like I felt like royalty. I felt like I was at the highest rate of restaurant today. Um, the guest list was incredible and the food was killer. So I regret wearing pants. Should I should have gone with a dress? But um, it was amazing. Thank you. We w- we've gone back and forth about should we tell the guests not to wear pants over it. We always <laughs> it always comes across yeah. wrong. It always seems to not be the way to we go. Say, Don't worry about pants. Yeah. Don't bring them things. You might regret you'll, it. You'll regret it later. <laughs> they'll get in the way. Um, 
I wish I didn't say that. Here's the thing. <laughs> um, I like that you said that you like the guest list uh, here. Um, one of the, our favorite guests was here today. We had Gwen Sunkel. Yes, I comedian, com- international comedian Gwen Sunkel. And, and you said she kind of made you a little bit nervous, correct? Well, I was telling her, um, I have this thing, whenever I meet another, like a woman I, I look up to, like a confident woman. So I saw her perform at the most elite comedy venue in Indianapolis. And... Okay. Um, she went on and I was like, oh my gosh, she was so good. And I, I kind of stood up there after. I'm like, I'm going to tell her that she did a good job. And I'm like, hey, Gwen, oh my gosh, you're so funny. It's awesome. I just love, like, women comedians are so great. Thank you. Bye. And I kind of like <laughs> sunk away. So um, when I saw that she was here today, I was excited to get the chance to actually talk to her for the to first time. A second chance. Well, you oh. know why she always comes across so confident on stage? Uh, she's always on Quaaludes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Just, I didn't, I never thought about that. Just a big pocket full of quaaludes it's, it's the problem that we're dealing in the comedy scene and now we just outed her uh, she's on the screen right now <laughs> holding her bag of quaaludes <laughs> oh poor gwen the quaalude queen quaalude queen queen it's, it's, it's tough. Oh, she's awesome. We shouldn't be laughing right now. It's a problem. It's a big, big problem. Uh, no, she's amazing, and she's, like, a legit, like, friend of ours. And it's always fun, too. Like, um, I like mixing the two worlds because the two things that I love uh, are comedy and food. And so, like, I love my service industry people come over here and, like... But I mean, sometimes we have like, le- I mean, not saying you're not legit. Like you just exude. This, I am like, definitely not legit. You are very <laughs> legit, uh, but you exude like a fun energy. I could tell by your social media presence. I'm like, this is a person who likes to have fun. And then like you invited us to like show us our new fields and stuff. And I was like, this is like a, this is not a, like a stuffy person. I love hospitality and I love meeting new people. Um, it's just, again, I was talking about this earlier. I'm not the best chef. I can. The extent of my chefery is cutting big blobs of cheese and making it look pretty on a plate. Yeah, um, I can pour a mean beer, but other than that, uh, my skill set, I live in that lane of I'm like a super fan. I'm like, oh my gosh, like your hat, Smoking Goose, they have the best uh, prosciutto and it goes really well. This is local arugula yeah. and the baguette from Amelia's and like putting that together. And yeah. like these people are already doing it. We don't need more brewers in Indianapolis. We don't need more. Um, well, we can always have more chefs, but you know, we have all these awesome people. So my lane is really promoting those people. Mm-hmm. Like I want my role in this to be get as many of those people out to the other people who want to eat and drink that stuff. I love this today. It's going to be just like a big commercial for everything we love and in indie. Yeah. Well, and I love, I love that. Like I always can, I, I always kind of consider that like a, like a front of the house, like the food expediter, the person that's going to, but like, also it's like, you have to have such a similar knowledge of everything of both all the wine, all the beer, all the spirits yeah. in the front of the house, you know, cocktail program, but also what's going on in the back of the house. It may not yeah. be able to like, <laughs> I guess, you know, cook it up yourself in a certain way, but you're familiar with all the flavor profiles you're familiar with. Like you said, like who your, 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 your guests and what they like. And oh, he actually is, you know, he's not going to want the gluten, but he's not going to tell you, you know, whereas like, I'm like, <laughs> just eat it the way it comes. Yeah. All right? <laughs> well, the day, the days of that are over, you know, yeah. there, uh, we were talking about this as well. Um, I feel like before COVID, restaurant scene it's been getting better but there's that mentality of just like yes chef no chef and Mm -hmm. there's still a respect to that that i love and enjoy but um after covid everyone was kind of like 
I'm not messing with the mean people anymore. Oh, sure. Um, it's time to be respectful. It's time to be accommodating. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the future of kitchens. And I think the Indianapolis is so. a shining example of that. And the people who are still in that old school vibe of, you know, angry, crazy chefs throwing stuff, that's mm-hmm. that's not going to last on much longer. Yeah. Mean people, you guys can go screw yourselves kindly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let's get into, well, I gotta make a, I have to make a, uh, I think it's time for a shame, shame. Oh no. It's been a while. This makes me nervous because you never know who it is. The shame, shame comes on here. Did you screw up? Did I screw up? Did Zach screw up? Which I hate when he does often. Shame. Um, yeah, you never know where the shame's gonna, sometimes the shame, sometimes the shame goes to Zach, sometimes it's, sometimes it's to the guest. Sometimes uh, it's you. Uh, uh, this time, again, it's going to have to. It's a self shame. Oh, gosh. It's a self shame. Doesn't happen very often. It but um, no, I, uh, I've i been in communication with you online, and it uh, very, oh, very clearly on all of your social media says uh, Cicerone um, certified beer <laughs> specialist. <laughs> it's very clear. I've worked in craft beer, I opened up Black Acre Brewery. Um, I know what a Cicerone is. I know the difference. But I think uh, for some reason I transposed that in my head. I was like, she's a sommelier of wine. You manifested it. I you, did. You wanted Wait, it time out. Things. You thought that was sommelier, that word was? Uh, I, didn't, I wouldn't say I read that. I, I read that and I made that He probably sommelier. saw a hashtag beer psalm somewhere. He's been talking about this for two weeks, Thad. We're having a sommelier time. <laughs> And I'm calling my friends. Hey, we're having a small yay come. This is going to be good. If bring all my wine friends, and then no, like I, I found out just like now. Luckily, you know, beer and wine. It's, no, it's don't. You can't just. However, we definitely went hard in the paint on the theme of today's theme, which hard. was which, I loved it, which was wine. Um, but specifically, because we've had a wine theme before when we had our friends from Wine to Me Pod on, so we did uh, wine songs. And um, and so so that was fun. <laughs> like, uh, so all, all all of the uh, themes of today had something to do with wine. Um, <laughs> Zach Zach, you had the first course. I started with uh, champagne supernova. Yeah, I actually couldn't find any champagne, so it was prosecco. And then uh, he also re- stole champagne. I said we're doing uh, wine song themes. He was like, I called dibs on what is a champagne supernova. <laughs> well, the first thing he said was strawberry wine, which was what I wanted. <laughs> And so I just started grabbing up the song names <laughs> yeah. before I knew what to do with them. That's awesome. But yeah, no, I had uh, sorbet in there, raspberry sorbet, and then fresh raspberries. So good. So it was like a little float kind of thing. I had my Miller High Life in one hand and then that in the other hand. That's a pretty I good I knew mix. it was going to be I a like good that. day. Yeah. <laughs> and also, awesome song choice, by the way. Give it up for yourself for that. Thank you. Thank you. I can't find the. You can't find the button. No. I had the. <laughs> I, I had the second course, uh, which was um, uh, spill the wine um, made with uh, a French onion soup made with white wine. French onion soup for me is something that like I, I've been telling people this week. Uh, it, I was a real picky eater when I was like a little little kid. I only wanted to make like the food that my grandmother made. And so when we ever went out to like a nice restaurant or something, they would just have to like bring me out like a bowl of strawberries because I would I wouldn't want to eat anything. But my grandma would always we'd go to like steak and ale. Do you remember steak and ale? I do not. It was like it was like a a high end not a high end steakhouse. It was like a. I just told you it was a commercial steakhouse that was yeah. Uh, but 
they always had like a French onion soup, my grandma, and I remember I would pull the cheese off of it and just eat that that brothy cheese that came off, and it was like my favorite thing as a kid. And then my grandma would get mad because you're like you're eating the best part of the soup, like. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, the French onion soup, and then the um, the second one is uh, do you know the song "Wine, Women, and Song" by Loretta Lynn? Mm-mm. Uh, we gotta. <laughs> <laughs> We're on YouTube now, so we're scared to play music anymore, but maybe we'll play it over the break. Uh, so I actually like looked it up. I was like, Wine, Women, and Song. I was like, that looks interesting. And I played the first song was actually by White Snake, and it was like very much exactly what you would think. It was just like White Snake th- singing about Wine, Women, and Song in a very much like, yeah, like lock up your daughters, lock up your wives, White Snake's coming to town. <laughs> And like one of the lines is like, we're going to rock and roll right over you. And I was like, this song is actually kind of gross. And then like, but it was, it was, uh, then I like looked and it was like, uh, Loretta Lynn had one too. And I was like, did she, is this originally her song? And then I like listened to her song. It is like this beautiful kind of like folksy song, but it's, it's, uh, her lamenting about how her husband has gone out and only cares about Women, wine women and song and is like mm. you're gonna rue the day kind of thing but it's and he like, thought that was better but it's in like this it like sounds better but it's in like this like <laughs> upbeat kind of like the music's kind of sing-songy upbeat but like if the, like the whole lyrics are just like oh yeah enjoy it now buddy like you're gonna be but also like you're gonna be in the doghouse i'm like your man's out cheating on you and you're just like you're gonna be in the doghouse anyway i i just like that song and good so, song choice uh that was with the uh Braised short rib, the sweet potato hash, and the duck egg. Which what do we call that then? Uh, duck egg riding horse. Yeah, it looked duck like egg a riding uh, egg riding a horse or a mechanical bull. <laughs> and I'm I'm here for it. I love when eggs get out and do things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was doing stuff. Yeah, it was definitely doing something. Uh, wait, did I skip one? I skipped your uh, the pasta. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I had uh, I did UB forty uh, red red wine. And so I did a uh, bolognese with uh, the reggae red. Uh, I cooked down an entire bottle of reggae red in the in the bolognese sauce, and what? then spiced it with like some allspice and thyme and stuff like that. That was killer. And you said the shape of the pasta looked like Dad's hair. Yeah, and so it was kind of a, a rasta pasta. <laughs> a rasta pasta. Yeah. yeah. Well, that word is going to be banned from Harder Brunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last time you'll hear it here. <laughs> Rasta pasta is no more. Uh, and the last course was the uh, strawberry wine panna cotta made with uh, Huber, Huber's. The Huber, Huber's strawberry, yeah, that's Huber's good. Farm strawberry wine with the strawberry mousse, dehydrated strawberry, and the uh, uh, macerated strawberries. Um, are, are you familiar with the song Strawberry Wine? Yes. Okay. I was like, <laughs> man, she doesn't know this one. Uh, karaoke favorite. Also one of my personal favorite songs. Because I like to go down the whole rabbit hole of uh, it's 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 this song that women love singing at karaoke, and it's a very it's a very like um, uh, bittersweet kind of song with this woman's remembering. But like I always have a different take on this song because this song is about a woman in her like thirties or forties who seems to make a yearly pilgrimage back to this muddy riverbank where she lost her virginity to a nineteen year old. So much so that the neighbors come out and comment on it. Like, there she is again. She always coming back here. And I'm like, that must have been the best sex that she ever had in her life. Like, she comes back every year. Like, she's a she's a grown woman now. And she's still thinking about this. How old was she when she wrote the song? Like, oh, I, I mean, 
Because that would say something. Yeah. I mean, enough to come back multiple years and then write a song about it and then win a Grammy for it. What was, what, what was that farm boy doing? <laughs> like, good for him, too. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> Lost everything. Yeah. The first taste of love. Yeah, it is an interesting song. Anytime, I usually see like a lot of, it doesn't matter what race, but I see this <laughs> these girls uh, singing the song, um, White. And here's a... <laughs> And like after the song is over, there's always a huddle of girls crying, <laughs> holding each other. I'm like I'm not touching this song. <laughs> like I like it, but it's a little bit extra. Yeah. Uh, no, I I just I, lo- I always love the f- I <laughs> I love uh, country's music. I, I love I love okay. <laughs> what? Are we okay? Are we okay? Did you say the country's music? No. What do you say? I love country's music. Okay. Like I like different countries music, our country's music, country music, music of, music of the world. I love country's music. I like going to countries and music. Okay. No, I love I love picking apart country music, I think is what I was going for. Uh, because it's like it's like something like that's always the genre of music when people are like, oh, I like I like anything but country, and I'm like, that's not true. You just haven't heard enough country songs. I like the old Ugh. country, like yeah. the classy co- country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Thad and I and another friend Hannah did a road trip uh, oh. like last summer, and we came and it was just kind of like at first it was kind of like a joke, like I'll put on a country song that you like, and then we did like for four hours. Yeah, <laughs> it was like come back. Like, fun. Wait, wait, I got another one. I got another one. It was yeah. There, there are country songs that you could find that you could enjoy. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to say any more about that. <laughs> Next topic. Country <laughs> music. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. It's annoying. To I me. think I also did have a mini stroke in there. I was just like trying to think of the next thing I was going to say. I was like, I love country's music it sounded um, like you were having a stroke i was like i was worried dude it is those are the signs when you start talking about country's music i love country's music smelling to- burning toast uh have you got to do any like fun stuff with your being a cicerone outside of outside of work like yeah like you get to um, go to beer festivals and be a judge or yeah so i'm also the president of the indiana women in beer oh, um, cool. it's called the pink boot society we have a local um, indianapolis chapter so it's fun we meet monthly and it's like all the women in indiana who are in beer so um that's really fun beer festivals for sure and then i've done some private tastings nice. so i've done at people's home they'll invite me over and i'll have different beers and we'll do like a tasting um or for different companies and then at at Newfields, I do beer classes. So most recently, I got my favorite Kolsch imported from Cologne, Germany. And we did a Kolsch class and with the classic glassware and the food and everything. And we just drank endless Kolsch for two hours. I called it a class. But while it was happening, I was like, everyone just paid $50 to drink as much beer as possible. <laughs> and I did like I talked for like five minutes, but people really loved it. And it was an experience for sure. But yeah. I love um, those kind of. Do you do you remember when they used to do like the tailgate for nothing beer events? Mm-mm. Like they used to do, it would basically just be like an open beer exchange, and they would do it in the sun, like in the Sun King parking lot. Oh, actually, I think I do remember what you're talking about. And it would be like they would do, they would do like one in the spring and one in the fall, and it would always have a theme. Which your boy loves a theme, <laughs> and um, I like that. I was in culinary school at the time, so I'd always try to cook something, and I used to just make everything as difficult as possible so like one time it was um i think it was uh 420 theme so like all the food was like mm. food in a pot 
And so I had made like some sort of stew or soup or something, but I made it. I don't know why I thought this was good. Instead of just making it ahead and bringing it, I made it from scratch in the parking lot. Oh, my so, God. So, like, people are going around drinking beer at 11 o'clock in the morning, and I'm chopping vegetables, <laughs> boiling water. And people are like, so when's this, when's this stew? Because I always did a super stew or something, because it was always kind of cold outside. And I was making borscht one time. Okay. And so I was making borscht for, like, three hours. And people are just getting progressively drunker as the day, and they've just been, like, doing laps around, and they're like... Is that borscht ready yet, boy? <laughs> What's that borscht? You've been talking about this damn soup for three hours. And then each, was it good? Yeah, of course. But like eventually, uh, as the years went on, I got a little. But like one time, it was like literally like I didn't bring a tent the first year, so it was like it, like you know Indiana weather. It like started off beautiful, and then it was like hailing at some point, and then it was raining. I'm just sitting there chopping onions and carrots in the hailstorm. Like I promise, it'll be out there. It's coming. Uh, but outside of that, it was great uh, just because everybody just kind of brought um, beer to kind of like flex on each other a little bit. You know, yeah. everybody liked to be like, oh, look what I brought. And then but then they would share it. So it was like the fun part. But those are the best events, like any beer share event I've been to. Like no one's rolling up, like trying to punk everybody. They're like, oh, yeah, I brought this like twenty dollar six pack. Like everyone's yeah. like rolling in with their best stuff. Mm. So like you bring your best stuff and everyone else has their best stuff. And there's cheese and charcuterie mm. and Borscht. Um, borscht for sure. <laughs> um, that's like three hours later. In yeah. the event. <laughs> but no, it's cool because beer people are like that. They really, you know, everyone it's, it's a community. Yeah. We were talking earlier, like no one wants to drink the best beer in the world and drink every last drop by themselves. Like you want as many people you in the share, room. Yeah. Who you want to share that beer with. I love that. When for, I know you're a beer person and for a while zombie dust was uh, the criminal mm-hmm. crop. When did that start falling off or is that still here? Um, you know, I did a beer, a private beer class three years ago and I could tell this guy couldn't wait. He's like, guys, hand up. He's like, oh, she's going to be so impressed. He goes, Mm -hmm. I have aged a zombie dust in my downstairs fridge (laughs) for four years. And I'm like, oh my God, where do you have a trash can in your basement too? (laughs) Throw that beer in the trash can. Um, hops, um, zombie dust is an aggressively hopped beer. Citra Um, hops is what I've learned and studied. And hoppy beer in my opinion and is it's just better when it's fresh so if i'm gonna drink an ipa whether it be zombie dust or hopopotamus or um bell's too hearted i will be in the liquor store i will hold the beer up and i'm trying to find the date and if it's yeah. older than 60 days i'm not touching it oh really that's so the rule. hops are very volatile they will fall apart they will mm-hmm. start to taste really bad in the beer it will make it cloudy mm-hmm. so um ipas to answer your question they're definitely still in but I think people are starting to wise up a little bit. Like there's so many out there. There's more bad IPAs out there than ever. So I just, right. I encourage people to be cautious on their IPA adventures mm-hmm. and to find fresh IPAs. My question for you is how do you feel about Citra Hops? And have you heard anybody say it gives them nightmares? <laughs> I've not heard the nightmare thing. I do have the hops all right here for you too. Oh, I've got shit. like 30 hops. Um, I was not right ready here. for that. Yeah. I don't know if they're citra or not. I'll have to call my Wait, artist. Wait, did you use that to cheat on your Cicerone test? No, like, I have this after. <laughs> like, how many leaves are on a hop cone? And I'm like, um, It's like that show Prison Break. <laughs> I, I haven't heard any weird hop stuff. I have heard of people claiming to be allergic to them. Like, they make them get hives or something. And I could see that being true for maybe, like, a super dank um, triple hopped IPA mm-hmm. or something or something where they're throwing tons of hops in at the end of the mash um, mm. and it's like, you know, really thick IPA, but 
Uh, I have personally never experienced yeah. that. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 every time I have three was Floyds. This, are you asking for a friend? Well, I was asking. Or for uh, yourself. A professional. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. He he told me. I found out. We found out a lot about each other during lockdown. And uh, he, yep. t- he told me at one point that Citra Hops gave him nightmares. And I was. <laughs> it was the wackiest thing I'd ever heard. But I was just like, also, I can't disprove the only way to really test it out would be to do like a clinical study i think you know your own truth and drink well i know this is <laughs> I, drink citra hops and then and then do like a dream journal there are other people out there like they're anonymous that are coming into my dms and saying that uh <laughs> keep speaking your truth these people <laughs> um three floyds is putting nightmare hops <laughs> in their beer and Three Floyds, if you're doing this, you know this. Stop. Also, you want to sleep. Also, wow. also that uh, I would. There's hundreds of other breweries that use Citra Hops now. It's not yeah, just Three Floyds, but it's it was, it's mostly Three Floyds beer. Okay, so maybe you just this have could be another factor. So that's what I'm saying. I'm doing the test. Like, is it the Citra Hops or not? You know, um, and that hop is so um, prevalent, and it's used in a lot of blends. So most IPAs are a blend of hops. So there's mm-hmm. probably a little Citra in most things you're drinking. Oh shoot. Just be careful. All right, and I'm, I, I, care, I don't care about you. I've only known you a day, so I just you. don't want you to have these nightmares. Thank you. I do want to say Three <laughs> Floyds, I, great beers. Like, it tastes yeah. great, I, and that's why I keep going back. Yeah. I just want to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I have anything against them. I just want to sleep. That's all. I think that's a good time to take a break. And, uh, take I'm gonna, a little nap? I'm going to take a... I'm going I'm to enjoy some country's music, and uh, <laughs> we'll be right back. Hi, and welcome back to the Heart of Brunch podcast. Uh, I'm very excited to do uh, a very... Uh, Lindsay Joe has agreed to help us with a very special tasting. Um, going to use your heightened senses. We, we did a blindfold here, and um, I'm just got, I have some uh, special selection of wine because we thought... I thought you were a sommelier. <laughs> <laughs> so don't feel bad. This is zero stakes. It's very low stakes. But uh, I want you to take a sip of, we got five uh, different uh, different samples here, and just kind of um, just kind of give us your best flavor, uh, flavor profile for each one. All right. Walk us through. Just smelling it now. Now she's swishing it. Oh, like a professional. Um, ooh. It's very sweet. Oh, that bot made me. Never mind. I'm not going to say what. Well, <laughs> as for a podcast, uh, I should probably be talking. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I wanted to say something, but like, it was, I'll say after. Is it like raspberry? It's like some raspberry vibes? Um, I don't believe so. But I think you're in the fruit family. It, it tastes like, um, like a jello shot. Like yeah. it's like freshman year of college and that's what it is. <laughs> that's, it, tastes college like, year. it tastes like a jello shot. Um and like putting your jacket over like your shots <laughs> in the in the elevator in the dorm and your Yeah, I love it, that. It tastes like Took walking home in the rain with your mascara running. <laughs> <laughs> uh that is um uh, peaches and cream fortified oh, wine. You know what I mean. By the uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this vintner, uh, Mad Dog 2020. No. Oh yeah, Mad Dog 2020. It's um, it's a special um, poison for poor people that, <laughs> uh, that we like to uh, give out. Is a uh, it is a fortified wine. We've actually gone 
pretty hard in the selection of Mad Dog. I, I'll give you that much of a hint. These are all Mad Dog 2020. All right, now I'm, I'm in a different vibe now. Varietals. So I was about to sing Peaches and Cream, and I was like, this, this one makes mm. me want to sing. Then I'm like, oh, wait, she'll get it from that. But, <laughs> but she, I didn't. I was struggling on the peach. I didn't get it. Well, you said raspberry. That's uh, so. not really that close. <laughs> At all. <laughs> no, it was pretty bad. It's you. honestly pretty bad. I'm on your side. All right, the next next one's going up. Uh, she's, she's getting a sniff of it. I love I love the, the you are treating this, um, so officially. Okay, she's swishing again. She did one of those with the. No, this has. Taste. I'm gonna give you a hint. This has two kind of I would say conflicting flavors. Oh, let me see that Is- again. Is this like fake watermelon? Is there like um? <laughs> it's something. Oh come on, <laughs> Mad Dog, Mad Dog, you be crazy <laughs> for making this type of flavor. You shouldn't even be making stuff. I mean, is your wa- watermelon your final guess? I'm struggling again. Uh, that is their um, banana red, banana red. What does red? What does red taste like? I believe. Oh, well, I believe they're just going with the red grape. Oh. So it's a banana and grape. But on the bottle, it's oh, a purple grape. Now you say that I can get the banana. Mm. Rude. Okay, next this, one. A little bit to your... Yep, this one right she there. has to take a stab at. You can't just tell her. You got to you gotta fall flat on your face or get it right. Yeah. I think that's the rules. This is, I will say, I mean, the most classic. This is what I think of when I think of Mad Dog 2020. The most classic and... Um, kind of it's like a... Pine, like a pina colada, like a mm. pineapple, orange type ah, vibe. She, Would you say Jubilee of orange? Uh-huh. <laughs> orange? Yeah, that, that's that's tasting pretty citrusy. Yeah. Is that your guess? Is there no pineapple? I really want there to be like pineapple or coconut or something too. Uh, no. I believe it's, I believe it's be just ju- orange Jubilee. I, the, the coconut is the jubilee. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Probably. The- I, I mean, it's uh, it, it's an orange flavored cough syrup. <laughs> <laughs> I I like that one the best so far. Can you pour me some? Yeah. Let's get some wet. I'm getting jealous. Yeah, over I here. didn't know you like to get there wet. That. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dyke was just thinking about the guest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Can let's I get, get the banana red? Let's get some of this <laughs> jubilee yeah. going. The yeah. What are jubilee flavors? I do want to. I do want to say. Oh, oh. She's gone on to the oh, next one. Sorry, no, no, no. Great. You're perfect. You're fine. Now I've like taken this as like a personal agenda. I'm like I have to try. You have to at least get one right to let, be invited back. Let, let me tell you what. Um, I don't think that typically even. First of all, you can't just get the amount of flavors of Mad Dog 2020 that I needed for this bit at any store. You have to go. You got to go to a hood store to get this. You you can't just get this at any. Uh, liquor store. Also, when I went into uh, the the rule in to 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 pur- purchase this, I don't think most people. This is something that is bought one bottle at a time. Typically, people don't buy this in bulk. I don't think you're bringing that. <laughs> what's to the a ABV? Party. Like, what's yeah. the alcohol content here? Uh, I believe they're all um, thir- 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 unspoken. <laughs> I can you read that? In, undisclosed. Undisclosed. Yeah. Thirteen <laughs> percent. Um, Nice. So alcohol, thirteen percent by volume. Yes. Um, so uh, when I walked in and I bought uh, five different flavors, <laughs> they, the, I believe, her reaction. She goes, 
What are you planning to do? <laughs> like there's a button they push. Yeah. Uh, he just bought five mad dogs. I repeat, five mad dogs. We're going to need to get the Pentagon for this one. It's literally like if you see something, say something. Exactly. Like we never thought this. Somebody had to, in the back had to tear open like a, an old envelope that had instructions on it. For a code. Yeah, what to do. Pressing that code exactly how it says. <laughs> I feel like this is the way you summon like an evil Captain Planet. <laughs> Drink all five. Alright. Is this like some strawberry kiwi vibes? Or am I like super wrong again? Oh. It smells like a Jolly Rancher. Okay. I think that's you're on the right path there. Oh gosh. I think I think you kind of referenced this earlier. Mm-hmm. Or is it the watermelon again? I... It's an electric melon. Okay, it this is a watermelon it's like a flavor. Melt, it's, yeah, it's like a sticky Jolly Rancher or something. Yeah, okay. Candy. Electric melon. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh. the electric wasn't coming through as strong yeah, was, as I would think It's uh, to yeah. call that out. But. After notes of electricity. Is there a bite to it? Um, I'm about to no, go. it's good. It is good? Yeah. Oh, that tastes like see. a boat party. That's like, let's, let's go on the boat party. <laughs> Um, freeze it like mm. we don't like we forgot to bring a cooler because we were just last minute okay. so you froze this and yeah. it slowly like unthawed and you could like mm-hmm. drink it along the way okay okay that's uh, what I'm getting uh, with that a boat party are we talking a yacht or uh, no I mean like a, a pontoon a, definitely a, a pontoon and like there if we we're lucky like a double decker mm. to like block from the sun I want to say that Zach oh. rolled his eyes when you said that you liked the electric melon but I would also like to say in your defense she just drank three other Mad Dog 2020, so that may be the best thing that she's had. I, over did, I did not like the first two. <laughs> no, no. I'm not I just really a the, sweet person. I actually like the melon better than the red banana. Yeah. That one was terrible. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be honest. Oh, it, it does taste like... I shouldn't be interrupted by someone with... Uh, 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 what, what's going on, Casey? Sorry, you're having, <laughs> you're having a problem. Our video guy is having a problem audibly. Anyways... Um, this does taste like <laughs> someone put dump perfume in their shots. I think you can take the, the no, the no, breath. she's got one more. Oh, she does. Yeah, though that's you. I think you grab the jubilee again. That's oh, the jubilee. I already had this. Yeah, you got one more to your. Yep, a little further. <laughs> and there. We don't normally blindfold our guests, by the way. This is Ooh. special just for you. This last one now. This. I feel like this one, if you get this, I'll count all five because this is a, a, a deep a deep pull. This was uh, not part of their normal uh, lineup, I feel like. Man, guys, what is this shit? It's bad. It is not good. It's not good. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try this next. Yeah. I mean... Oh man, this is bad. It's not good. <laughs> There's something wrong with Mad Dog, <laughs> and I think they say in the title. I think they're they're letting us know, <laughs> hey, we got a problem. You mess around with Mad Dog, yeah. That's usually a warning. Hey, that's a uh, Mad Dog. This is this is cough syrup vibes. Yeah. Okay. Well, they called it dragon fruit. <laughs> come on. Oh, come on. I know dragon fruit in there. It really does <laughs> seem like someone bumped I'm done. I'm over. I'm done with this. Yeah. Hey, big round of applause for Lizzie <laughs> Joe, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for playing a log. That Do you was... know what I'm talking about, though? Does it taste like there is perfume in here? Like someone dumped like some like poison I, in I, there? I, I got to be honest. I haven't mustered up the courage to drink, drink some yet. I'm going to try the electric melon. No, you're going to try it now. Because that seems to be the least offensive. Is that, is that the consensus? Nope. 
I like that the best. I which one? The electric melon? Yeah. That's the best one? No, you gotta try the worst one. Anything yeah, you make with you a guest try, you gotta do. I've tried the worst ones. I, I the, the first time I got drunk as a child was on Orange Jubilee. Seriously? Yeah. This is it's this is booze for poor people and children. For this children. This is what this is. Can we say that again like, <laughs> so we get a good clip for twenty twenty. <laughs> Hey, children. Booze for children. They're going to be in the DMs tomorrow. Like, yeah. hey. <laughs> what was your, okay, let's, I mean, obviously, we know you didn't drink till you were 21, but if. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. If you had to imagine what it would have, could have been like drinking before you were 21, um, it, what would be the first thing that you drank as a, as a child in this made up so scenario? If I did and you had like no perception of like. Beer versus wine mm-hmm. versus liquor, alcohol contents, and the consequences. Yeah. I probably would have done something like play vodka pong uh, with yes. Burnett's. Uh, yes. <laughs> and I would have definitely gone for some crazy flavors Ooh, like yep. pink lemonade or, you know, like banana daiquiri. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And we de- I definitely would have done something like that. Yeah. Did maybe you got yeah. a little, maybe you didn't feel too good and, afterwards. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, probably wouldn't have felt good. And then, mm. like, second time around, probably would have tried, like, Monster energy drink with wild turkey. <laughs> I, tried, I tried to, co- I like tried to co-sign on that, and then you said wild turkey. I was like, I'm going to take that co-sign right back. Then, uh, that sounds like it should be illegal. <laughs> um, if I think that it probably would not taste that good. What do you call them? Turkey monsters? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's what we're drinking on Thanksgiving now. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Thad. <laughs> you just created that. <laughs> Dog got it. Uh, I got to say this electric, li- yeah, Melon, I can tell that this is the most, I don't want to say it's good, but I would say it's the most palatable of, because it's, yeah. it doesn't have uh, the perfume garbage or poison taste. You know what I'm talking about now? It just tastes like sugar water. It does taste like perfume. I can see, like with a mixer, like put some vodka in there. Like you can make like a, whether they call it like jungle juice or something. Um, this will take you to the jungle. All right. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, Can you elaborate? You'll be take you to the jungle, panic at the disco, <laughs> take you everywhere. Um, when I was a, so I was uh, 20 years old. I was just on the cusp of being 21. And um, I was preparing myself for, this new life of going out to bars, and I did not want to seem big deal. I didn't want to seem as like some uh, unlearned buffoon when I went out to the bar for the first time. And I had a friend of mine who was a bit older, and she was telling me that her favorite go to, I mean, a bit older, she was like 23, and she her favorite go to drink when she went out was like uh, vodka and Red Bull. That's a thing. I mean, now, that's, that's a thing. It is. However, at the time, the, I'm a a man of a certain age. So at the time, energy drinks were not um, everywhere. They weren't. Okay. It wasn't like something like, I, I didn't know what Red Bull was. It was it was out. It existed, but it wasn't like everywhere. It wasn't in every okay. ga- gas station or whatever. Uh, this was in the 2000s. Oh, okay. You're really yeah. dating yourself. Yeah, yeah. What was Red Bull? This was. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have Red not, Bull. I mean, the bars were still segregated, so that was difficult. Um, uh, no, but it was. Um, there was also, uh, so I sent my friend in. I said, hey, uh, please go in and get some vodka Red Bull because my buddy was like a few months older. He could buy it. So he comes back with like, yeah, some Burnett's or some. It's like five bucks. Yeah, I think, I think it was like Kamchakta or something yeah. like that. <laughs> like it was like something you could like clean a gun with, you know, like. And then um, at the time, I think somewhere you could still find it. There's still a uh, malt liquor 
called Red Bull Malt Liquor. It comes at a 40 ounce. Oh, no. And so he comes back with a 40 ounce <laughs> of, of malt liquor and some Kamchakta. And I'm like, my friend says this is like the, the party starter cocktail. It's so, no. And so we dropped a shot of Kamchakta <laughs> into some malt liquor. And I'm sitting there drinking it like at a, just we're just trying to will it down. And I'm like, I, I guess this is what they're drinking at the clubs. <laughs> it, it was rough. Oh. It was, uh, what do you think the worst drink you've ever had is besides today? <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, I mean, the, the experiment that I didn't may or may not have done of the wild turkey and the mm. monster was pretty bad. Yeah. And then uh, when hypnotic was a thing, like oh, me and yeah. all my girlfriends, we would say, oh my God, like yeah. we didn't even know that it was really like a liqueur and yeah. not even that um, high in alcohol content. But we did like hypnotic and Sprite and like mm. put some, like a half scoop of Skittles in there or something. You know? <laughs> there was something about <laughs> no, like. No, it was not good. Yeah. It was not yeah. good. Yeah. Early 2000s hypnotic, there's like a lot of songs about it. Like in all the hip hop. Oh, we thought like, it was hypnotic. like we had to have it. Yeah, like you it's need like, to get this. It was a lot of hype. Um, I. <laughs> Uh, a lot of times at the black clubs, um, they would make a drink with hypnotic and Hennessy called Incredible Hulk. Okay. Because when you added the Hennessy to the hypnotic, it turned green. Ah. And so it became like a very popular like kind of club drink, like to go in and just be like, I'll dig an Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to sell, um, <laughs> I used to be on like a street team for like a, 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 like a local hip hop label. For like two weeks, I knew it, and I would, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. and I'd like go into clubs and try to like you know sell them on these local artists and stuff, and I'd always like start the night off with like an incredible Hulk, and then just kind of like have it in my hand and just give me enough courage to try to sell. Like, I look cool. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, any t- time a drink changes color, that's fun. Gold Slogger, not a fan. Uh, oh, oh. I feel like that's a starter kit. Like that should be like a like a starter kit for children. A teenage starter <laughs> kit. And it should have like Boone's Farm, Goldschlager. Yep. Oh yeah. Do you remember uh, Aftershock? Aftershock. What's Aftershock? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's straight up alcohol for kids. Does it's, it have like the little orange and it has like sunglasses and stuff and it's like on the label? Ap- no, Aftershock. I think something different. Af- Aftershock. Oh, there's a. Oh, there we go. Hulk. Uh, Aftershock uh, had uh, basically like rock candy in the bottom. It's a cinnamon like liqueur. Oh my God. And then there was just rock candy at the bottom of the thing. So every once in a while, if you're pouring it, like a little piece might come out. But then when you get to the bottom, you're just looking at it and you're drunk and you're like, how about I get all this rock candy out of here? And then the idea is always to smash it. And then you just have broken shards of glass oh, and oh rock candy God. everywhere. Wait, oh, the idea, no, wait, no, wait I, whose idea is it to smash it? I was definitely you, not on the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> on the commercial, they just smash it. <laughs> it's no. no commercial. This is, Can you still get this? This is when you're a 14-year-old and you're drunk. <laughs> and you're like, I want that candy. Aftershock. It will cut your lips. The, <laughs> the aftershock is the sound of the glass breaking. Yeah, like, oh, I'm shocked that we shouldn't be doing this. Your mom walks in, like, what are you guys doing? Um, mine was like my kid drink was Bacardi O. <laughs> okay. Do you guys remember Bacardi O? Bacardi, what was the O for? Orange. Oh, no Jubilee though. No, it was not a Jubilee. Zero Jubilee. Um, no, but I feel like I feel like you just found some Bacardi O and drank it. Like, was that like? Uh, well, my my friend Tanner, who was he was a cool dude, Uh-oh. and we we went <laughs> our R.I.P. Tanner. <laughs> I mean, he's not a cool dude anymore. I haven't talked to him. 
I don't know. Anyways, long story short, we, we, we would just drink out the bottle. Yeah. Bacardi O. It was, it was a fun time. I think. Um, that sounds, I'm, I'm vibing with that. It was gross. <laughs> we didn't have any. I don't think we even had any mixers. We're just, we were just like drinking it like, oh, this is supposed to taste more orangey. So we just drank it, it straight. We were that like period of time where you like froze everything like, oh, vodka in the freezer and everything um, in the freezer. We didn't even get Should to that point. It. We didn't even get to that point. I tried. I remember the first time I tried beer. I think it was like Keystone. Yeah. Mm. It tastes like rotten bananas. Yeah, probably was not good at the time. No, it was warm. First, yeah. first time I ever got. Um, like I'd had like sips. I think I'd had like a full beer, and I just remember it was like it was so gross, but you feel so cool, and you're just like this is because it's so gross. You're like I was able to get that down. Yeah, like, I drank I, it. I held it down. Mm. And then I remember the first time I had a sleepover and I had I had stolen some of my mom's vodka and refilled oh. it. And it was Kamchakta, I'm sure, under the sink. And I had filled it back up with water. And then, because, like, she had had a party and bought, like, a half gallon and had been in there for, like, eight months. And then I remember I, I took it. It was, like, some in, I don't know, it was, like, in a jar or something. I put it in and brought it to, like, a sleepover. And we had a shot glass. And I remember doing the math and being like, okay, well, I've had a beer before. I've, I've had two beers and I was okay. And I, I feel like I feel like uh, one beer is equal to like what four shots, right? You can put four shots in one beer, right? Yeah. yeah. So the mm-hmm. first time I drank vodka, I had twelve <laughs> shots of vodka, and then uh, I was like, I don't, I feel sleepy. <laughs> and then I went and stumbled out to the my friend's couch. We we're having a sleepover. It's like me and two of my friends. I'm at like my friend's house, like parents' house. Woke up in the middle of the night and I was just like, I'm cold. And then I like wandered to the bathroom and like turned on the light and I just had a sash of puke like on my shirt. And I was just like, yep. oh, oh no. Yep. <laughs> and then I ran out to the couch and realized that I had not only puked all over it, but also peed my pants all over oh. it. And I, and the, the, I mean, it's it looked like a murder scene. Like it looked terror. And I'm just like, oh, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. And I ran and I got my friend and I was like, hey, I did a bad thing to your couch. <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, just yeah, go back to bed, whatever. And I'm like, no, I'm not kidding, man. Like it's not good. And then he got up and he just sees it and is like, oh, fuck. And, then, and I, I, re, I re, remember being amazed that he like grabbed a towel or something and then just like dove into scrubbing it and i'm just like dude i wasn't even scrubbing it like that like but he was that afraid of getting in trouble and i was just like so we're both like and then we wrap all this blanket up and i remember i took it home like i just like flung it over my shoulder like a like a sad hobo and like my my grandma's house was like a five houses down so i just went home with this blanket filled with just oh my god filth and was like grandma i got sick at the sleepover <laughs> i was like wash this i'm going to bed for 12 hours and then uh the next day we were like it's the perfect crime but, like we cleaned it all up and then i guess the next day they were like his dad was like uh his dad had served in Vietnam and had oh. what would later be known as PTSD, but we didn't have a name for it. Yeah. And so... Uh, <laughs> why, why did you introduce him like he was like a player on the sandlot? He, <laughs> he went on to be known as PTSD. <laughs> but he, he, came out, he came out, he was just like, 
uh, as he was like, uh, what was Dag Michaels drinking last night? He was like, nothing, Dad. He just got sick. And he's like, that's bullshit. <laughs> he's like, I woke up in the middle of the night. Dak slopped out on the couch, rolling around in his own <laughs> fucking filth. <laughs> I think it's. I think it literally like triggered war flashbacks to seeing a brown person rolling around. Oh my dead. god! <laughs> okay, you've had enough electric melon. <laughs> We're almost. By the way, Mad Dog. Sorry for talking any shit about Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Um. Electric Bone's pretty good. We drank the whole thing. Casey, do you want any more Mad Dog 2020? He's good. <laughs> he about had a heart attack. I gotta work. Um, there's no ingredients. Well, I guess there's ingredients <laughs> back here. I don't know, man. I feel like if like things go really bad for you, yeah. I could see you like sleeping on the street with this. I'll tell you what. If you ever see me walk through the door drinking this, just know it's about over. It's, like, <laughs> it's about things, over. Things are going brutal. If you, if you ever see me just casually drinking the orange jubilee, yeah, I'm 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 I'm, I'm calling it quits. Yeah, <laughs> this is something like after you found out, like there's wait, we're not going to be able to save the house, <laughs> honey. Give me some of that MD. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, break glass in case of. Is this a rebrand? Like, I'm assuming at some point there was like a Mad Dog. Like, this has got to be a rebrand. Oh, right? Mad Dog, uh, 1919, and then they just. So, so the funny thing is, this is always for like the beginning of time, been known as Mad Dog, always been branded with the MD. Okay, and it is for the uh, people that make it is 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 uh, Mogden David, I believe it's pronounced. Oh, okay. never actually. So it's not actually Mad Dog. Never officially be called, but. N- everyone, it is. everyone calls okay. it Mad Dog. Yeah, the nickname became the the brand so much that like nobody even know what the MDA actually stood for. Well, now I'm totally in. Yeah, I'm down for it. Uh, <laughs> let's check out their <laughs> website here. And, and they, their website is like they own and operate an actual winery. Look, I think they have the branding has gotten a little more light and fun. There's the dragon in, in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't Ooh. you get the golden pineapple? That, Wait, that looks actually, that's cool. Kind of yeah. But, but that you know kind of seems like a rip off of liquid death mm, water cans. Yeah. There's, some, there's some association there. One, there's a little thing that they say, are you over the age of 21? Um, okay. Who, for whoever's typing this in <laughs> mad dog 2020 and then sees that like, Hey guys, we're not 21. We're only 19. No one's... Let's not stop anybody. Can mm. we stop with this fake bullcrap? I'm done. Oh, yeah. You don't even have How to go... How can you learn? The, through, the, like, the I'm not a robot thing. Is that what you're saying? No. Like, when you go in there, you had to type and check that you were 21 and older. To mm. learn about the alcohol. Did that, any, did that stop any 16-year-old? No. <laughs> when you're looking up, like, at work when I'm doing my German and Belgian menus, because yeah. it's different in Europe, it's like... Are you 14 years of age or it's like 16? It's like yeah. 14, 15, 16 are the age in um in Europe. So it's it's super funny to see the difference. Oh, 14. Oh, 14 is I think it age? might actually be 15 or 16, but um but when not- their website say the same thing. It's like you go to log on and I'm looking up my German Oktoberfest and it's like <laughs> can you drive a car? And you're like <laughs> almost and they're like good enough. And you're like in you're in the beer page. Yeah. But are cool. you old enough to watch Power Rangers? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they can smoke cigarettes over there at like 12 or something. 
But their culture is a little bit different where it's it's because I think that it's, it's available and it's not made like a wait you wait till you're twenty one and then you can rage in the streets, you know? Oh, yeah. Like it's just kinda like, yeah, there's there's gonna be wine and there's gonna be a little beer at dinner, you know. And it's not so taboo that I feel like they have less problems down the road. No, yeah. like especially over there drinking during the day, totally acceptable. Like no one like you would see in Germany guys like in their suits on their lunch break, like yeah. drinking Kolsch. Yeah, it, I mean, and it was, you know, it's like a little tiny beer, totally chill. Yeah. There's no, yeah. I mean, it's not like it's all the way bad like that here, like a so frowned upon to have a yeah. lunch beer, but mm-hmm. um, you wouldn't want to see your boss walk in yeah. if you were having a lunch beer in Germany. You'd be like, sup boss. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. See you in a minute. You know? Right. That's the difference between Europe and America. Like they probably don't even play green day before their proms. Like if you're too drunk <laughs> to drive, they're like, Hey, I'm too drunk to drive. Hey dad, can you come pick me up <laughs> here? Our, all of our movies are catered to sneaking alcohol mm-hmm. and getting way too messed up. Like, American Pie, uh, mm. other movies that I don't have the names for right now. They're all yeah. catered for us. That was your takeaway from American Pie? <laughs> was it they were trying to get alcohol? Is that what it was? I mean, Wasn't was, that what the pie stand for? Was, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like sweet as pie. I don't think we watched the same movie, but go ahead. Uh, you had a question there about uh, an art-related question. It's something that tied back into this yeah. ensemble. Speaking of, yeah, here's the thing. Uh, you are an art we are, curator. We are segueing into a different topic now, everybody. Okay, continue. <laughs> yes. You're an art curator. Um, I've been tr- trying to do this thing called uh, Fishnet 2022. Okay. Right? Fishnet Summer. And it's it's moving a lot slower than I thought it was. <laughs> a lot is of it? people are interested. They shake their head like, hey, we want to wear mm-hmm. fishnets with you. And the, the move is to move and wear fishnets. Right now, I'm sporting a, a, a pink fishnet um, over... I'm going to pull up my shirt, everybody. So if you're watching this, over 317 and an Indiana logo of Indiana. And and what I'm trying to say is it's going to be fishnet summer for Indianapolis. What about Very post-summer? Like, is it fishnet forever? Have, yeah, it might have to go into fishnet fall. Fishnet fall. Like, that's, if we're really going nice to get them, because we're almost done with summer. People what is kept, the absolute goal of this initiative? Everybody to wear have. Okay. And own a fishnet. I think he what, okay. what he envisioned at the beginning was like it's going to be summertime. It's going to be warm. Uh, him and the crew were all going to be or like who are, like show up to a party and everyone was just going to be casually wearing fishnets and it was okay. going to be like the best time ever. Yes, uh, it's been a little slow going for him, and so I think now it's just like a general like awareness spreading about fishnet wearing. Yeah. Okay. And everybody's for it. Like I haven't talked to one person who's like. This I'm definitely is a bad for idea. it. Yeah. So, I mean, they're five bucks on Amazon. <laughs> Would you buy a fishnet? Uh, yeah. Any color. Yeah. Preferably black. Mm-hmm. I, there were some complaints about my nipples, and that's why I'm wearing <laughs> That's why I'm wearing a shirt, because some people can't stand to see my nipples. Yeah. Um, But you don't have to. It's not a nipple thing. I just want to be clear <laughs> to those people thing. that complain. Like, yeah. you could wear a shirt underneath. You yeah. can wear legging pasties. You can put pasties over your nipples. Fishnet pasties? <laughs> no, not fishnet pasties. <laughs> <laughs> Those wouldn't cover anything very well. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, you can wear leggings. You can wear fishnet shorts. Um, there's a lot of that's going to be. No, my let's thing. go ahead and let's go ahead and get, get back into fishnet shorts a little bit. I feel like I don't want to just or jorts. <laughs> what jogging shorts? Shorts. <laughs> Forts? Yeah, fishnet shorts. Yeah. What's the, the meaning behind it? Like, what's what do you want everybody to know about the fishnets? Mm. Like, what does it mean to you that we're trying to make this happen? 
So it's a little bit serious. Uh, oh, you don't have to. If well, it's no, too no, personal, I'll, I'll go in. No one's asked that. Sure. I had a friend that I lost. Um, we're no longer friends anymore. Yeah. Um, because I would wear fishnets, and he was he would make fun of me and say, "No one's ever going to wear fishnets, Dad. You're a loser." You lost his address, and I was like, "I'm not a loser." And I think fishnets are funny. They're fun. Let's get out of here. Let's be silly. We just went through a pandemic, and he said you're an idiot and he walked mm. out and i was like i'm gonna prove to him that indianapolis is down for community so right now he's kind of right yeah he's right about about it not being yeah, that, a good idea I hate and that, that nobody you, was gonna follow I, along i freaking hate that you brought that up <laughs> it hurts my feelings but yeah he's right right now and we want to prove him wrong Lindsay, we're running, right. running, running out of time, but I did have a question for yeah. you. We were talking about um, your love of 80s hair metal bands. Yes. And um, kind of old school stuff <laughs> like that. Uh, how do you feel about legacy bands now? The the bands that have the big names, but almost all to none sometimes of the original uh, band members in them, but they're still playing the hits. Uh, um, you mean like, like Queen? Yeah. Like something like that. Um, or like even like Journey, where like Journey, the yeah. lead singer dies. and I was, I'm not going to lie, I was a hater on that. And uh, I did see whatever current version of Journey there is three years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. Um, yes. I think, sometimes I think it's just done. I think sometimes people need to like let it end. Yeah. But I mean, if people keep showing up and there's an audience for it, mm-hmm. like I'm not going to judge people for for showing up yeah you think that's the future of music it's just going to be like ai like aerosmith is going to be 100 years from now with like there needs to be some rule like there has to be like one living member of the band like uh, you know okay. like when the last guy from motley crew dies like it's got to be done mm-hmm. right Hopefully like we this can't year. yeah i mean like <laughs> no no <laughs> um she loves motley crew. i do i do love motley crew um but we do have i think that that there should be a rule like mm-hmm. with, We'll allow it, yeah. but you can't just have four guys 40 right. years from now be like, yeah. we're a queen. Yeah. And because, like, my friend knew this guy. Okay, what about with, with Elton John, for the Elton John band? Oh, but it's like if he dies. Elton, Elton John. John like, band? No, another rule. Like, <laughs> if, if, band, if the band is in yeah. someone's yeah, name. You know, she's right. If your name's in it, then if you're dead, you're dead. But, I just want rules. But the I saw a flyer the other day that said Tom, <laughs> there was uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. <laughs> and I was like, he's totally dead. Like he's, the heartbreakers are there. Yeah, I don't. I but don't like that. I, I don't just, support I mean, that. you can't. Even, but they're like, yeah, like that. You're just the heartbreakers. Like he's gone. Uh, yeah, you don't support that. I don't. I'm not down for it. Okay, yeah, I think that's the right answer. Uh, it's the whole like broom and broom handle thing of just like how many times can you replace? Like you know, you know that saying. Like there's a broom and broom handle. You replace the broom. You replace the handle. And you replace it like. Is it still the same broom? Like, Never heard that with respect to a broom. One, you heard that with the ship. ship. Yeah, it's a ship. You hear okay. the ship all day long. Have you ever heard the broom? No. Yeah, no, nobody has. No one. You just made nobody that up. Has. <laughs> really? Okay, the all broom right. handle. I mean, the it works the same for a broom, but I go mean, ahead. it does, but it's like, it's kind of. I mean, it works for anything. You can say a VCR. <laughs> Here's the thing. What? <laughs> you could say anything. You could say if you replace all the parts of a thing. Can we can we hit the boo button, Lindsay Joe? Thank you so Hold much on. for being no, on the program today. Thank you so much for having today. me, guys. This is a blast. Uh, where can people find you and follow everything that you're doing on social media? Yeah, it's at uh, Lindsay Joe Certified Cicerone on the Instagram. Lots of food pics. Lots of yeah, lots of food pics. <laughs> and go go check out New Fields. It's a uh, dope. Uh, did we didn't really even talk about the Loom at all? Did we? 
No, it's awesome. We're still we're running the Monet right now. Okay. So it's very relaxing. Lots of flowers. Lots of impressionism. And you can get a beer. Can I ask a dumb question? Do it. Do they ever do like um, anything for Halloween? Like making a haunted house in there? So we have Harvest Nights and we revamped it this year. We have live actors. So we've reached out to local actors in the community. So you're going to see live actors at Harvest Nights. The Lily House becomes haunted. Mm. Um, And you can get a spooky campfire cocoa from my team um, and some churros and pretzels and things like that. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's awesome. And thank you for it. looks like you're dying Easter eggs in front of me. I got to learn, if anything, I got to learn about Mad Dog today. (laughs) That's that's something to be said. So I appreciate (laughs) y'all. Zach Roan. Zach underscore Roan on all social medias. That is Jamie Key. Um, listen, when uh, when Dyke passes, I'm really down to do the harder brunch <laughs> tour still. Uh, and I don't care if we if I die, you can replace me. I think harder brunch does it live on? Do we want that to happen? His name's not on Can, it. No, well, here's, as long here's, as there's Hardies. The Here, Hardies. Here's the. Yeah. Th- uh, I think as long as somebody in the bloodline, so like Zach's kids could pick it up. It, like I assume me and you are going to die it before it transfers Zach. by bloodline. And then no, I'm saying that that could be. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, as long as someone in the bloodline. So, like, your kids could have it for a while. And then maybe, like, Dad's probably going to have himself cloned or something. Yeah. You know? I'm and, working on that. And then, um, yeah, it's got another 200 years, I think. It's hard to rush for another yeah. 200 years. 200 to rush. 200 years. Is that what you meant by Mad Dog 2020? <laughs> yes. 200 years. years. He's, uh, he's, uh, all right, yeah. This episode has definitely been affected by Mad Dog. Uh, <laughs> it's brought to you by Mad Dog and affected by Mad Dog. Uh, you can find me at Dyke Michaels on all social media. Please check out harderbrunch.com. Uh, for all your Harder Brunch merch needs and um, check out our Patreon uh, patreon.com backslash Harder Brunch normally that's when we tell stories about throwing up as a child but today I was so inspired by Mad Dog <laughs> that it came Christmas came a little early uh, thank you so much and we'll see you next time Bye-bye. bye bye bye